Hey everybody, if it's the 1st or the 15th, that can only mean one thing. Well, maybe two things, but we aren't cutting any checks yet. We are dropping knowledge, though, through the Lit Podcast. Where law, innovation, and technology meet the culture. Get lit with us as we use our collective knowledge, brain power, and cultural capital for good. Hey, everybody. Welcome to Season 1, Episode 13 of the Lit Podcast that is hashtag so very lit. I'm Tanya here with my co-host with the most. Tell them who you are. Blah, blah, blah. This is Shantavia, and I didn't realize, <laughs> are you sure this is episode 13? This is my unlucky number. I don't like ending on the 13. Oh, you don't claim that. That's so much power in 13. Okay, well, I'm going to take it from you because I don't like the number 13. <laughs> I'm going to drop the power of 13 in the show notes just to prove. I'm going to show and prove. That's what I'm going to do. I will take your word for it. <laughs> but hey, I'm Shantavia. That we're supposed to be talking about our introduction here. I'm yes, Shantavia. yes, yes. Hey, everybody, and happy almost New Year. Happy almost New Year. And by the time you hear this, this will be not only a new year but a new decade. So let's give a let's pour a little out for the the decade who ain't here yet. <laughs> <laughs> And give an epic shout out to the fact that we are moving and transitioning from 2019 and the teens. I feel like some of them should be canceled, but we're going to go full steam, <laughs> um, head held high, shoulders back into the 2020s. I don't want to call it the roaring 20s because we're not going back there. That's for sure. But we're, gonna, <laughs> we're reinventing the 20s for the 21st centuries, wouldn't you say? We most definitely are. I was trying to think, like, what was I doing in mm. the year of 2009? Mm-hmm. And would, would you believe, so I was in my first year of practice in, in wow. 2000. No, I wasn't. Good Lord. I was in my, I don't even remember what I was now. <laughs> I was like, that's saying something. I was in my first year getting ready to start my first year of law teaching in 2009. Yes, yes, that's what yes. I was doing. I was, I was journaling about this earlier as well, trying to figure out, you know, 2009 to 2019 and I was in my second year of law teaching at Widener, and I had moved to Harrisburg from Philadelphia and embarked on this incredible new journey because I'd practiced law for 10 years and started teaching in 2007, actually. But I was going up for my first promotion at that time that was awarded in 2010, but the process began in, in 2009. So there was a lot of power in getting ready and planting seeds, and it is unbelievable to see what we've done since that time. We'll get into all that when when we get into the substance of what we'll do in this episode, but we do have to pause and reflect and and really have some gratitude and awe around what we've accomplished and what has happened in the world in the last 10 years. Oh my goodness, you're right. In fact, I lied. I was not even in my first year of law teaching. In <laughs> she came a little bit after me. Uh, I was starting yeah. to feel better about myself, but now I don't anymore. That's right. I was I was maybe a year in, but what I was doing literally in 2009 on this day, which right now is like right before the new year, I was right. getting married. I just celebrated <gasps> New Year's. Oh my goodness! So that's what I was doing. Get another thing to toast for today. (laughs) Get another thing to toast for. We were in Hawaii. I was on the beach somewhere at this specific point, and getting ready to watch some fireworks. That's what I was doing a decade ago. Wow! 
Wow. Well, at this time in 2009, I was transitioning out of my marriage, (laughs) not to be a Debbie Downer. And it wasn't a Debbie Downer. It was a new opportunity to go on to the second phase of my life. And you take the lessons and the blessings. Um, I adore my husband. Shout out. I won't name your name, but you're not dead to me. So it's fine. (laughs) (laughs) But that's where I was in 2009. And so I was hitting the restart personally and professionally, to be sure. And I cannot believe that 10 years have passed since this point. And we're about to add another year to the fold. How about that? We are about to add another year to the fold and another season of us another working season. together on the podcast, which is exciting. I love it. So, all right. So let's dive in. For those who are just joining us on this episode of season one, episode 13, We are in What's Good. This is the segment where we reconnect with each other and share what's going on in our lives. And this is a special, not only special episode, but special segment because it's our last of the season. And in fact, our last in its current form. So as a bit of a teaser, a little bit more about that later. But S.J., I'm sure you'll agree that when we talk about what's good, what's good has been this this podcast. Talk to me about that. Oh, we build a lot of amazing followers and, and, and episodes. How do you feel about, you know, the goodness that is the Lit Podcast? Oh, my gosh. This has been so much fun. It's hard to believe we're at the end of the first season because it feels like we were just really getting started. Absolutely. And, you know, I don't know how many people know who listen to this show, but we are never in the same place. The only episode where we've actually been in the same physical location was the very first episode. Do you remember that? I absolutely do. We were in State College, Pennsylvania at the Ludi Lytle Conference. And that was the only time we were literally in the same room preparing for what we built this year together, which is amazing. Yeah. And we were in a hotel room. We, well, it was like a hotel A suite. suite. That's right. There you go. You better claim our sweet goodness. That's right. We were in a suite. We rearranged the whole sitting room. <laughs> <laughs> we really did. We had like a whole, you know, we need to find pictures from that day and yes. put those out for folks who want to see our first I will definitely setup. do that. I definitely do that. That was actually a lot of fun. So we were in State College, Pennsylvania. It was like in the, it was warm at the time. I don't know if it was summer or, or spring or whatever it was, but it was warm. <laughs> And since then, we have been literally all over the world. Can you remember how many different places we were in when we recorded the show? I know I was in D.C. once. I was in Stockholm. I've been in Arkansas even. I was doing a speaking engagement or something. Arkansas was out there once. Been in South Carolina. You've been all over the world. Absolutely. Where have you been when we've been recording? Do you remember? So my home base is New Hampshire, but I've uh, recorded in Philadelphia. I've recorded in D.C. I've recorded in Miami. I've recorded in Lima, Peru. You know, that's just in this last six months. So we've been (laughs) all over. We've, We've done all the things in all the places, basically. Oh my gosh. So this is why we are often in airplanes and complaining about like, (laughs) (laughs) you know, being frequent flyers and having whatever status you with American Airlines, me with Delta. Yes, come on, first world problems. (laughs) (laughs) So I'm going to go say first world. (laughs) Yeah, that's rude. That's very 2019. Bougie bougie problems. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, I like that. That's a good hashtag. Who should be problems? But, you know, it has been so much fun. It really has been a ton of fun. So I, I'm just, 
It's amazing we've gotten to the end of season one. You know, most podcasts fail after four episodes. People stop recording. So we've done awesome to get through an entire season. Absolutely. And when I think of the various places, you know, we get a lot of statistics on who's listening and not you specifically, but demographics of where people exist. And I'm overwhelmed and humbled to know that we have been listened to in 21 countries, 21. So obviously the United States, but places like I won't name all 21, but India, the UK, Canada, France, Ireland, Namibia, Burundi, (laughs) Puerto Rico, Sweden, the Netherlands, Norway, Spain, some little place in Barbados called Barbade. So shout out to whoever that is who's <laughs> listening. Uh, Jamaica, Slovakia, Japan. And, and we thank each and every one of you for listening, tuning in and and really being a part of our journey. Yeah, no, thank you so much to whoever you are and wherever you are. I mean, we know who some of our listeners are because we get so much love from people all around the place talking about yes. how they love the show or people who are tweeting us or giving us feedback. And I have to, if we start shouting out people, I'm afraid I'm going to miss somebody. <laughs> Fair. There are three people in particular who have been writing with us since before the show started. And so I have to give a shout out first. Well, four people, your parents. Who <laughs> Absolutely. I'm amazed retweet everything we ever kind of put out. And my parents who are not on Twitter, but who, you know, I feel like they hate listening to me. They love you. (laughs) They listen to me just a Why do you say that? Why do you say that? Because now that they know what podcasts are, number one, and and even though my father still thinks we should be on the radio, he wants to know when we're coming on the radio. Come on, syndication. (laughs) Come on, syndication, y'all. How about it? But he's like, he'll listen and he'll say, oh, you know, Shantavia, you need to do this next time. Or why didn't you talk about that? But that time, she just sounds amazing. (laughs) Hi, Dad. That's amazing. I'm glad you approve. Thank you, Daddy, for the editorial notes and the production (laughs) criticisms and critiques. (laughs) Love it. Love it. Yes, we must shout out our parents. So thank you for thank you for raising us. And look what we're doing. Right. Out in the world. Look at us now. I mean, my parents, y'all ain't to the point yet where I can say, hey, y'all don't have to work no more, but we're getting there. <laughs> yeah, I'm going to need you to keep that day job. It's fine, though. I know. But you, hey, at least for now, y'all give me a couple years. But at any rate, I just love our listeners. And there are some people in particular, like our parents, who have just been rocking with us from the beginning. There are also lots of other people. Do you want to list a few people? I know yeah, we the- get in trouble if we do that, but... I know, but there are, we should, because there are some who have literally been ride or die from day one and have supported the journey and not only listen, but also amplify. And that's like a critical part of the ecosystem of creation and sharing and all of that. So Auntie Griffin, and thank you so much for all the retweets and all the sharing. Maureen Murat. Samson Williams immediately come to mind. Uh, Minda Hartz, I know you have some on your list as well. I, I want to make sure that we hit everybody. Uh, Mike McCann, a, a, col- a colleague of mine who I have a, a great deal of love and respect for, who definitely shares and retweets our content to be sure. Yeah, no. So, oh Lord, I'm going to get in trouble if I start <laughs> doing this. But so like my, I have a line sister you all may or may not remember from previous episodes, I'm a member of Delta Sigma Theta Sorority Incorporated. 
couple Saras who are regularly listening. Come on, DST. And retweeting. Well, I appreciate that. Thank you. No, we we got Greek love. I mean, it's too hard out here in the world, you know. It's it's too hard out in the world. (laughs) (laughs) Right, exactly. AKAs and DST unite. We we have to do what we need to do. It was like Transformers, you know, you got to like, like, we can go back to stepping later, but we literally are saving the right. world right now. Hey, we are saving one person at a time. So there you go. Like my line sisters, Crystal Everett and Jontel Harris, you guys are always like liking and retweeting. There's some like other women, professional women who also are always engaging with us, like Carlos Chapman, yes. uh, Wendy Green, who's yes. also a Sora, uh, Oh, Lord. Kim Mutcherson. Yes, We have uh, Kristen Johnson. Kristen Johnson, most definitely. Yes. Just so many of you are. Oh, uh, Carrie Shelby, definitely. Carrie Martin Shelby. Yes. Yes. Yeah, like our whole little Virginia contingency. A lot of them live in the DMV area. Okay. The broader Virginia area. So we just... We just have to say thank you to all of you for continuing to ride with us. And then the people we don't know, you know, like right. the folks. And I, I guess, actually, I don't know everybody we just named, but there's <laughs> so fair. many people who show us love. In fact, weren't we? All right. So those of you who are sharing and retweeting, thank you, because we were placed on a top five list back yes. when there was uh, International Podcast Day. And yes. we made a top five list of favorite podcasts related to IP, business, and brand protection. So IP being intellectual property law by Pointer BP, which mm-hmm. I think is a Dutch, it's a Dutch kind of platform. But we just thank you so much for listening and sharing all over the world. This has been fun, man. It's been fun. Mm-hmm. And going into 2020, just, you know, 2019 was amazing for the Lit Podcast and all the things we've been working on. It feels like an entire year, but we fit a lot into a short period of time because we launched in June of 2019. And here we are at season, uh, obviously still in season one, wrapping that up, but in episode 13 and and shared a lot of information. And and, uh, in fact, let's save that for our what's got you lit moment. But this first part is we're sharing a lot of that has to do with knowledge and growth and learning really learning about who people are, what people want to know, and sharing, disseminating that information. Because at our hearts, we're really educators. We have many different outlets for that. But I know for you, and certainly for me, I'm a lifelong learner. And so the opportunity to learn as we go, and also to help people raise their knowledge and understanding of law innovation and technology, that's really been exciting. Yeah, no, you're right. I mean, I feel like I know so much more just even about creating a podcast when you live, you know, about 1800 miles from your co-host. How about that? And the two of you are, you know, in airplanes and all around the world all the time, you know, so it has just been a true learning experience in so many different ways. And, you know, realizing that law innovation and technology are borderless. So you mentioned 20 different countries where people are listening to us, where information is resonating all around the world. Even Absolutely. Though, you know, we kind of operate in our own little bubble sometimes. We're all connected through these topics. And that begs the question, you know, we've had, you know, 12 episodes before this. Are there any 
moments? What are, or let me say it like this. What are your favorite moments from season one? Favorite moment from season one. Okay. So one of my favorite, so I don't know how much time we have, but we've been talking. <laughs> well, it's the last episode of this season. So, you know, you do what do you what need to want. do. <laughs> so one of my favorite episodes was, uh, when we talked about trademarking V from Ohio yes. State and then that whole thing around the trademark that your sorority, Alpha Kappa Alpha Sorority Incorporated, yes. has filed and received for the ski we sound and you did it. Yes. You want to do it again for the people you showed Delta's love. <laughs> you gonna do it. That's so generous. And and shout out to our our, our producer, who is also an AKA. So, Stephanie Renee, I think you'll enjoy this. Did your ears bleed? What happened? I did a little. Oh, no. (laughs) You made me. I wasn't going to do it. (laughs) You know, I I was being quiet. Raised the Delta. My mother's the Delta. All my sisters. And my mom's Alpha Alpha Chapter, AKA. So, you know. We're, we're, you know, we're legacies. <laughs> we there was are. no choice for us. N- literally, I was born without a choice. My mother told come me on. that if you come in this house wearing any other colors, you're not <laughs> my firstborn daughter anymore. Yeah, yeah, so, yeah. Know, get out. Take, little... take your sack and get out. <laughs> That's right. But I, I love that episode because there's just so much that resonates about like these things that we right. know and are familiar with. You mentioned your mother is a member of Alpha Kappa Alpha. You grew up learning about that sorority and seeing right. it's kind of this intersection between culture and the mm. way in which we interact with each other coming together with law and with trademark law, which I love. Mm-hmm. And I just love that whole concept. And frankly, to the other members of the D9, even my own sorority, we all need to be taking some notes from no Alpha Kappa Alpha. So the Alpha's Alpha Phi Alpha Fraternity Incorporated mm. some of this too, but really your sorority is the best. So that episode was fun for me. And right. let me just say, because we also talked about trademarking the word the. Yes. Ohio State. So I am a Clemson University alum. As mm. the college football fans who are listening may know, Clemson University just beat the Ohio State University. Well done. Last well done. weekend in the college football playoffs. And so yes. they can trademark the word the. But we will be <laughs> in New Orleans in a couple of weeks <laughs> to play for the national championship. So that was one of my favorite episodes. What about you? What What are some of your favorite moments from the first season? So... There's so many. And, you know, as I was scanning through the episodes, trying to find the one that resonates, I had wonderful moments about all of them. But there's one in particular. There are two in particular, but I'll start with one that really sticks out. And it's episode 10. And it dealt with banned emojis, delayed Valentine's Day texts, and pro baller leverages his contract with crypto. Hmm. And... Right. So in many ways, it touches on everything that we focus on professionally. And I'm always hyped to talk about crypto and sports because as a former professional tennis player and also a crypto aficionado and expert in the blockchain and crypto space, that was super important. I was talking about Spencer Dinwiddie of the Brooklyn Nets and how he was turning to blockchain technology to allow investors to invest in his contract. He has a $34 million three-year contract. In the third year, there was an option. And and he is trying to get all of his money or a requisite portion of that money up front. 
And I'm always excited about novel and innovative ways to leverage the business space to make your money, get your money, <laughs> hedge your bets, get exposure in different areas. And it's what he's doing is so super smart. So I love that part, right? But I was also personally impacted by the delayed Valentine's Day texts. <laughs> mm-hmm. I remember so, this. Right, Keeping so, ain't easy. <laughs> no, but it sure is fun. <laughs> Right. And so that was an interesting part. I'm uh, I tend to be a very private person, but it was actually fun to to share my Valentine's Day text issue. For those who are not familiar, go back to season one, episode 10. We will drop that in the show notes so that you can listen again. But long story short, on Valentine's Day, there were a certain number of servers that held up in the queue certain texts that never got delivered. And when the server issue was fixed in October, those texts that didn't go out (laughs) on February 14th went out in October. (laughs) So many people, myself included, were no longer dating the person (laughs) from whom they received the text at that time. Um, And there were some really interesting stories that developed at that time. There was a woman who is now deceased and her family was receiving texts and how weird that was. And some were really excited and thought it was, you know, from God and the others were really weirded out. But that was really interesting. And then you talked about banned emojis in that episode. And I thought that was really, really interesting. So that was one of my favorite, favorite episodes. Hey, that was, that was a really good episode. I like that one a lot too. Two good options, two good choices. (laughs) Very good. All right, we've gone way deep into what's good. Ordinarily, for those who are just joining us, we wouldn't spend that much time on what's good, but there's so much good. And it's a great opportunity at the end of the year as we transition into the new year and new decade to really reflect on all the things that are good and to focus on gratitude as we move our energy into a new space and a new place. And so that was really fun to kind of move through as well. And now we will transition into our second segment. What's got you lit? All right. So I know we have a little bit of a different format today, but I'm lit about all the great things that have happened with you and with me and with what we're doing together. Yes. I mean, I can't even remember all of the different awards (laughs) and speaking engagements and all those things that we've done combined but it's been a really amazing year i am lit about that that is like really really amazing and i feel like we should use this segment today unless you have some news you want to talk about today. <laughs> but we should really just like express some gratitude you mentioned gratitude a few minutes yes. ago for all of the amazing things that have happened and you know how that segues into some of the new things we'll be doing separately and together. Right. Absolutely. Because obviously, you know, we've teased a bit in the initial segment that there's something new to come for us both uh, individually and collectively as this awesome duo. And we're still going to work together. Our joint business, the Lit Brain Trust is going nowhere. It's going strong. 
But we also have these other things as we think about getting our, you know, side hustles on and wanting to create other things in the world that support people who we really care about and causes that we really care about. And that's going to be reflected in this new season that we're moving into personally and professionally together and in our individual capacities. Do you want to tee up the things that you'll be working on in in 2020? Sure, I can definitely do that. So I I first have to say, so we opened up talking about uh, where we were a decade ago in 2009 and that kind of thing. And even just geographically, I'm in a very different place. And that really is a good kind of lead in into what I'll be doing now. But 10 years ago, I was living in New Orleans. Mm. And I, I mentioned at the top of the show, my husband and I got married in December of 2009, and we both were living in different places. He was in Georgia. I was in New Orleans. We got married. We both moved to the Midwest together to Des Moines, Iowa. But one of the things we said when we got married was that, so we both were raised in South Carolina. I wasn't born in South Carolina, but raised in South Carolina. He was not born in South Carolina either, but raised here. But one of the Mm -hmm. things we always said was, when we never felt like we were in a good professional place, we always both felt really strongly we should come back to South Carolina and help the state and, and right. work in the state, live in the state and you know give back to the state that you know raised us even mm. though south carolina is often in the news not for good things <laughs> well really, you know at the bottom of every good list and top of many of the bad lists but there mm. are a lot of really good things about the state and a lot of things that we just feel really strongly about and uh, a couple of years ago we were living in atlanta and had the opportunity to come to south carolina and mm. We jumped at that opportunity. I wasn't quite ready, but, you know, Mm -hmm. things happen when they happen. And one of the reasons I wanted to move back to South Carolina, and you know this, I feel really, really strongly about the power and strength and entrepreneurship Mm -hmm. and in, you know, innovation and in taking really good ideas and creating businesses around them and developing really strong personal brands and reputations and creating businesses around those things too. And so moving back to South Carolina, that's been one of the things I wanted to do. South Carolina has a lot of really small towns, Mm. a lot of really, really amazing ideas. And I want to help people in the state of South Carolina, but also around the country, around the U.S., around the world, to figure out these entrepreneurial types of innovations, how to take really good ideas and turn them into businesses. So I created a business before we moved here, but really, you know, I was mostly doing consulting before we moved here, but a business mm-hmm. around teaching people how to start companies. And mm-hmm. that's taken off a bit. And as that has taken off, I've decided to do a couple of things. And that's really get clear and focused on how I'm going to help people start companies. Right. And I mean, more so than just starting companies, helping people really build a brand, a business and a life that they love. And in so doing, I've created a new show, a podcast and a a video series, rebranded my website, created some opportunities for people who want to start businesses. And, you know, really focused on helping people do that. And so in 2020 and beyond, I'll be focused like very, very 
clear. I, I see this in my mind so clearly, mm. Tanya, about all the things that are going to happen, but really focused in my business, which is called uh, Leverage Incorporated, focused within Leverage on helping people build brands, businesses, and lives that they love. And so my new show will launch next week. The first week of 2020, I've got a new challenge starting the vision challenge, helping people create a vision for Mm. their brands, their businesses and their lives. And then lots of other really cool things coming out, working on a book and some other things. So that's what I'll be working on in 2020 and hopefully for the rest of my life, (laughs) too. Amen. So really, really excited (laughs) about all of that. And I know you have some cool things happening, too. So what do you want to talk about that and about like what's going to happen with you over the next couple of months, weeks, years, <laughs> moments, <laughs> moments? <laughs> Absolutely. I teed it up a bit in episode 12, but we're knee deep in it now. And I'm so excited to launch Tech Intersect, which is a weekly podcast that features um, engaging conversations with both rising stars, both the new and the notable. So rising stars, industry leaders, I really want to help you demystify leading edge trends at the heart of where law, business, and technology intersect. And so the idea is to focus on web 3.0 technologies like blockchain. You all have heard me over these particular episodes, talk about different facets and aspects of blockchain, cryptocurrencies, but also other Web3 technologies, artificial intelligence, machine learning, virtual and augmented reality, 3D printing, connected devices, and all of the things that make up what we call the Internet of Things. But it's not just about technology. It's the intersection of what are the legal issues? What are the ethical issues? What are are the business issues that can really take advantage and to borrow your phrase, leverage where you are to figure out where you want to be, how you fit into this new economy. I speak a lot also uh, on the business side about this new economy and upskilling and what it means to take your existing expertise or your existing skill set and to go up within, you know, the confines of your business or your corporate structure or your academic structure. And also what it means to take that and to make it new, something that is relevant and in demand in a Web 3.0 world. We are focused on technology. America doesn't make things. There are no more widgets that we make. So it's really about the power of leveraging data. But when we do that, we have to focus on the legal and the business implications. And so often, innovators move forward. And you know, and you've worked with a lot of innovators, particularly given your position, both in your current day job, but also in the support that you give to entrepreneurs, that moving forward to you know, move fast and break fill in the blank often leaves the legal, the ethical, and the business implications in the lurch. And so many people move forward fast, but forget that to do so is like a false economy, that you pay a lot more to figure out business and legal things after you've already gotten into your technical whatever. And so I want to have people take a pause, take a step back, figure out what exists and what you can do to move forward in the space. And so my launch is on, the soft launch is on January 1st. Uh, January 3rd, 
it goes wide to the public. And so you can go to techintersectpodcast.com in order to have access to all of the episodes. You know, I'm on all the channels, but I have Minda Hartz, who's one of the foremost uh, speakers in the space of women secure women of color in particular, securing a seat at the table in corporate America. One of uh, the world's foremost Bitcoin and open blockchain experts, Andreas Antonopoulos, Sports Illustrated legal analyst and law professor Mike McCann coming on. And I talked a lot about Facebook's Libra coin, right? And so Dante Desparte, uh, who is the head of policy and communications is coming on. So all of those people are coming together to support the cause. And I'm really excited to have some great guests on to get at the heart of where law, business and tech intersect. Oh, man, that sounds amazing. That sounds amazing. So I've listened to you had like a pre-launch for your VIP list, your newsletter list and folks who have connected with you through your Patreon platform. And I've listened Mm. to the first two episodes, going to listen to the third after this. And I have to say, it is really, really, really good. It is a phenomenal show. So thank you so much. What you have to come next. Thank you so much. It's really exciting. I feel like, you know, you're the same way where I feel like I'm learning as much as I'm giving. And so I'm just so excited to talk to people who are out there. I feel like being in academia, you can get very disconnected from the day to day. (laughs) And so if nothing else, this might be somewhat self-serving to connect with people who are literally on the ground doing the great work and moving technology and law and business forward in a really exciting way. So I'm excited. I'm excited. Oh, you should be because it is good. <laughs> it is really good. I can't wait to hear your, you know, next, I don't know how many episodes you'll, you'll have in your first season, but I'm looking forward to it myself. So congratulations. And, you know, the streets is watching. We want to see what's coming. <laughs> <in the pipeline. laughs> I can't wait to see what's coming out of your shop for sure. Um, I need everybody to understand that that Shantavia is very stealth, <laughs> and so she, you know, she she comes at you from the side that you don't expect. And what I know about her, and I, I shared this with her in our our pre, you know, we do some warm up before we actually start recording. Shantavia is going to be an unbelievable success. You heard it here first and you can thank me later, but you will know her name, not just because it's an amazing name, but because when you really reach a level of acclaim, people just say your first name. And when people say Shantavia, they're going to know what that means. And I'm like super excited to be here on the ground floor with you. We're actually not on the ground floor, like the middle level. We've reached like a plateau. We've gone up the mountain. We're taking a rest and we are retooling, rebranding, refocusing, re-energizing to go to the next level. So I'm like really, you know, excited to be on this journey with you. I need you to know that. Oh, thank you so much. And I let's let's back up a little. Mm. We have to do this. So one of the things I think women do not do enough, particularly women of color, especially black women. So we don't take enough time to appreciate all the things that we've already done and already Mm. accomplished. I mean, it's only been about six or seven months. You're right. But like you've gotten a couple of international awards yeah. I, we recorded the show one day. Tanya's like, oh, I'm in Miami on the way to Peru. <laughs> I'm like, well, what the hell are you doing in Peru? You know? 
and you had been invited to give this huge talk to thousands of people about blockchain and the law in South America. And so mm. even if we are kind of at the early stages of these new projects, like there's just been so much accomplished already because you're a full professor. You became an associate dean right after mm. we started this show. Like a right. couple of weeks, I think, right? After we started the show. <laughs> right. And, you know, there's been a lot of really, really cool stuff that's happened. And I think what's cool about what we're going to be doing next is you can always reinvent yourself, right? Like so many right. people get caught up in, oh, I'm a this or oh, I'm a that. And that's what I am going to do always and forever. But you can pivot. You can move. You can learn something. You can hustle and do something for a while and you grow. You Maybe you, I'm not saying you necessarily are going to outgrow anything, but maybe you want to do other things. And it's just amazing to see how, you know, people transition. Even like you talked about people who use one name. (laughs) So (laughs) Oprah for many years was a TV host and that was what she did. And now look at her. She's got a whole television network. She's a philanthropist. She's a spokesperson. She does all these other things. So I know I'm moving into our third segment already. But when you talk about like just your life and like looking at the big picture, there are always opportunities to grow. There are always opportunities to pivot, always opportunities to, I'm not even saying rebrand yourself, but take all the stuff you already know and package it in a completely new, different, innovative way. And that's what I love about what you're doing. That's what gets me really, really excited about what I'm doing. Just Mm -hmm. take all this stuff. Like you and I, was it the beginning of last year? I know this is going to sound terrible, but Mm. you and I were both on like a 200 Black women to follow on Twitter and tech list. I think Mm -hmm. that was the Mm -hmm. beginning of this year, of 2019. And that's awesome, right, and incredible, but you don't like that is not the peak of the mountain like you mentioned right. all kinds of mountains to climb <laughs> and it's just cool to be able to see what you're doing and also be able to experience it myself well what we see is that we are combining our projects in a way that we both support each other's goals Uh, Mm -hmm. but also other women in particular moving into dynamic new seasons in their careers. And that absolutely leads us to our final segment and our great reveal. So let's do that. Let's move into our level up, make your firework segment. Level up, make your firework is where we take what we have learned, what we now know, and also what has us lit. So that talks about the hustle and the flow that we're in. And then in level up, we take it to the next level because we don't want to stay where we are. I often say that energy is dynamic and you're either moving forward or back. You never are static. You're never staying still. So it's all about growth. It's all about how you grow. And that led us to, and I'm interested in the repartee that we can have around this great reveal about what's next for us as we move from the Lit Podcast into something new. And that something new that we teased earlier is, and this is the name drum roll. We need a drum roll. <laughs> Stephanie, insert drum roll here. <laughs> <laughs> Our new project 
for this awesome duo that we're doing as we move into 2020 is a new podcast called No Hustle Grow. No Hustle Grow. And it encapsulates and we'll unpack it a bit what you need to know in order to really figure out what your hustle is. It could be a side hustle. It could be a main hustle. It's what you are doing, not just to keep the lights on. People say that. I'm not just about surviving. I want to thrive, right? Mm -hmm. And a hustle is a great term in this day and age, but it's not about survival. It's about what makes your heart sing, what makes you thrive, not only what keeps the lights on, but what creates generational wealth. In order to do that, you need to grow. And so let's talk about what the concept means and how we got to this idea of no hustle grow. SJ, what oh, do you man. think? So some long nights, some bottles of wine. <laughs> <laughs> lots of texts, lots of emails, lots of uh, smoke signals and pigeon carriers. That's right. Lots of back and forth. And what's the American Airlines Club in the airport. Call. Admirals, hey. the Admirals Club, the Sky <laughs> Club. Yes. So, with no hustle grow, and I guess we should start by saying our podcast is not going away. It's right. pivoting. It is shifting into this new season with us because even though we're doing our separate projects, what we want to do is continue to not only to support each other but work together to help other people like mm-hmm. tanya and i have been supporting each other for god probably a decade close Absolutely. to almost a decade that should have been our original thing <laughs> that's, like, right. Yeah, but- <laughs> that's right we've been supporting each other but what we found really what we've learned through this podcast and through like we we did a joint panel together last year about yes. like helping people to figure out how to brand themselves, how to create the diverse streams of income for themselves is we can support other people. We can help other people. And so as we grow our own companies and our own brands, what we'd like to do with no hustle grow and no being K N O W no hustle grow. <laughs> yeah. Good point. Right? Good clarification. Right. We, we got to hustle y'all. It ain't no, no doubt. We got a lot of hustle. But we want to teach other people how to do the same thing. So if you are in a place right now where you have achieved some success at work, or if you're in a place where you have an amazing dynamic career and you want to take your knowledge to another level, you want to pivot, you want to you know, do some new and different things, this show will really be the behind the scenes of how you go about doing that. How do you learn new stuff? So like the no component of No Hustle Grow. How are you going to learn new things? Tanya talked about upskilling in a previous episode of this podcast, and we'll drop a link in the show notes. She also talked about it in a different podcast she was on a couple of weeks ago, Minda Hart's podcast. What's the name of Minda's podcast? Uh, Secure the Seat. Secure the Seat. She talked about it. We'll, We'll drop links to both of these in the show notes. But how do you learn new skills through upskilling or new certifications or new, you know, whatever it might be? Uh, how do you take all that stuff that you know and get on your hustle? How do you grind it out? How do you take the knowledge you already have or things that you're newly acquiring and turn it into an, a brand or turn it into new opportunities in your current career or a new career or start your own business, become an entrepreneur. And then how do you grow that? So this is what I love about 
the new show and its new iteration and what we're doing. I mean, for me, it's not just, you know, you incorporate a new corporation or register a new LLC and get a tax ID number. It's now you're creating recurring streams of revenue. Now you are building a business. And even more importantly than all of that, now you're positively impacting other people's lives. And Mm. that's what, I mean, I feel like I was put on this earth to do. So Mm. No Hustle Grow will be an opportunity for Tanya, for me, to talk about that behind the scenes. Like you always hear about the fact that Oprah has a billion dollars, or you hear about the success of like Amanda Hartz, or you hear about the success of like an Arlen Hamilton. But what Mm -hmm. we're going to do with No Hustle Grow is every, you know, other week we'll talk about the behind the scenes of Mm. what all of that looks like. And that to me is powerful, y'all, because with all these new podcasts, all these new shows, all these new everythings that are out here, you usually just hear the success story. Right. Right. And so now you're getting to go behind the scenes at the very nascent stage and say, you know, well, here's how Tanya launched the podcast. Mm-hmm. How would you get, you know, some of the biggest names in their fields onto your show? How do you create a whole, you know, bank of content so that even if you're in Bermuda or if you're in Barbados on your, what is that new board that you're on? Barbados. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Here's how you still have stuff being pushed out while you're doing other things. Here's how you make money while you're asleep. Here's how you Mm. have a bigger impact in the work and and the things that you're doing. So No Hustle Grow will be all of that. We will help you No Hustle Grow at the same time that we're doing it. And that, I think, is unique. I don't know anybody else who's doing that right now. That It's so exciting because it's not... It's not from the point of view or the POV of we've already made it. So here are the steps catch up to us. It's literally we are building as we climb. Mm-hmm. <laughs> in some sense, uh, we we definitely have a foundation, but in some sense, we're kind of building the bridge as we cross it. And we want you all to join us as we cross it so that we grow together, that we scale together, that we learn, meaning know together, that we understand what it means to hustle so we're not doing it in isolation, and that we grow because it's not enough to create something if you can't scale, you know, quote unquote, we hear that a lot in VC spaces, and in business spaces, but even more fundamentally, what does that mean? What does it look like? Am I doing this right? Am I alone? What are the next steps? So we'll be pretty transparent about the way that we are building individually, but I also think there's a lot of magic in demonstrating and leading by example for how we continue to iterate and build together. And I think that's an exciting part of No Hustle Grow as well. That's exactly right. I, I could not agree with you more. So is there anything else you want to say about No Hustle Grow and and what we'll be doing in the future? I think this is a good moment to stick a pin in it, except to say that we intend to launch in February. We have a lot of our own No Hustle Grow to do in preparation for the rebranding and the launch of this exciting new project. Until then, we want you to go back to episodes that you've not, this, you know, lit podcast is not going anywhere. The episodes will continue to be up and you have full access to it and all of them. You also continue to have access to us at litbraintrust.com. So we want to hear what you want to 
learn, what you want to receive, how you want to benefit from No Hustle Grow. And we will give that every consideration so that we can work that into our own plans and so that we create the content that you want to receive. We've received a lot of feedback and we thank you for it. And that's part of the reason, a major part of the reason of even moving in this direction. And so we really want to connect with you on social media in order to continue to develop this strategy and make sure that we are all knowing, hustling, and growing together. Amen. No hustle, grow together. I love it. That's what's up. All right. So let's close this out. This has been an exciting time, a really great year. I'm very excited for the new year and the new decade for sure. I want to give you a shout out, Shantavia, my partner in power. I would not want to be on this road with anybody but you because, you know, I don't even like people. And I like you <laughs> oh, a lot. Look at us. A lot, a lot. That color purple me with the two sisters. Come on. Come on. Let's clap it out. <laughs> Come on. Out. We're going to clap it out. We're going to clink it out. Um, for all of you listeners, thank you so much for riding with us. We want to invite you to continue to send us your questions, comments, and anything to ask at LitBrain braintrust.com. Litbraintrust.com is our central place. That is the place where you, if you sign up for our newsletter, you will receive information and know when we have our new launch and all of those things. We continue to be on social media. We are very social means savvy. We love to stay on the Twitters and Instagram in particular. Do you have anything to say about Facebook, Shantavia? Praise <laughs> Pray for me. I'm going into 2020 with a better attitude about it all. Oh, I can tell. I can tell already. Pray for me. Pray for me, y'all. Outstanding. Well, it really helps us if you like and comment specifically really on iTunes, but on all channels, but in on iTunes in particular, continue to support this podcast. And we hope you will continue to ride with us for No Hustle Grow. Come to litbraintrust.com and you will be able to connect with us through all outlets. And so until next time, I want you to stay hashtag so very lit. SJ, anything else? All right, y'all. Don't forget about us now. And hey, let me say this. I know the episode is over, but when we were listing people's names earlier, don't get mad if we didn't say your name. We didn't have a whole lot of time. We love you all. We want to see you all in February when we yes. relaunch No Hustle Grow. We want you to follow both of our projects and please stay connected to us through No Hustle Grow. We will be back. Don't be thinking, okay, well, they did this episode, so we're not going to hear from them again. We are not going anywhere. Come on. Other than up. And we want to take everybody hey. up with us. <laughs> Amazing. But that's it, y'all. That's the episode. I don't think we have anything else. We have left it all on the floor <laughs> for 2019. And we're going to well pick done. it back up in 2020. Thank you for well listening. Done, the Lit Podcast is produced by Stephanie Renee for Soul Sanctuary Incorporated.